0: Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than
2: once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you
2: do.
1: In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
2: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: As we are here at the corner booth, we'll look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the Corner Booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my right-hand man and host of the tailgate in the quad pod, Mr. Kevin. On top of that, we have our intern, Samir, back for another round of punishment. I, even though, I swear, buddy, that video of you at Fenway Park was just brutal enough. Jesus. Oh, what my God. Ass. I've been there before, but, like, it wasn't even, like, a rival, so it didn't suck as much. But, like, God damn, bro. How does it feel I think like- we should have
3: given some here tonight off just to mentally recuperate.
0: I feel like he's... Oh, speak- my God.
3: I think Dude, him- you guys,
2: li- literally a day after getting my heart broken in person, I find myself last night just back again watching the game. And it's just, like, why am I doing this to myself? I just hate myself. Like... I think sports are like my toxic relationship. Like all my interpersonal relationships go great, but when it comes to just coming back to the same team over and over, this disgusting, lifeless, pathetic team. God first,
0: damn! First of all, for that in, the interpersonal relationship comment, fuck you. All mine are just nightmares. Um, oh, yeah. Two, I would say
2: I would say it's probably a joke. Probably someone hates me deep down somewhere.
0: You're a like old person. It's okay. Two. I can relate at least in baseball and basketball, because my teams just constantly break my heart every year. My Eagles are just a soap opera, so I'm just here for the I'm just here for the ride at this point. Um, I, you know what, I gave you a lot that that was good content. We got a lot of likes on it too, and I was very uh, happy about that as well well but like you know and like i just felt bad first of all hearing your team do that, hearing the opposing team do that stupid ass song i'm not saying sweet carolina stupid i'm saying it feels stupid as fuck when your team's losing and you're in the away stadium like the last game i went to was uh mets diamondbacks 2019 and the diamondbacks were getting their ass kicked i was sobering up and it wasn't a very it wasn't a very splendid sobering up um and I had the literally the two loudest, most obnoxious Mets fans next to me. And I was so irritated. And I was like, these guys, and they were like shooting me nasty looks and saying little shit, like chirps to me because I had a D-backs hat and jersey on. I was like, y'all realize we're in the same division, right? You guys are picking a fight with me. Like, What's what's the point? Um, but yeah, no, I, I can relate. They were saying whatever that stupid song that the Mets sing in the seventh inning, it's they they uh, it might be a copy of the fuck the Yankees do I'm not even sure but it's just a f- I I I felt your pain in that video buddy <laughs> I really did
2: yeah that one was rough and and you know I went uh, I didn't yeah 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 the
0: master vent listen the Sox.
2: here's what I'll say Kevin um I want the Red Sox to go ahead and win the division and if they win the World Series I'd be happy with that. Because you guys have come out and played baseball like no one expected you to. And if you keep it up all year, I'd be honestly proud. Like, the thing is, is like, if you guys ended up playing the Dodgers, it's like, what am I going to root for the Dodgers? No. I have more respect for the Red Sox. Like, sure, you got to hate the team that your team's rival with. But it's like, at the end of the day, we hate you only because we respect you. Especially, I feel like, in Yankees-Red Sox.
0: Yeah, no, it's... Like, I understand that. Like, I respect the Giants, but I just flat out hate the Dodgers. Like, they haven't earned my respect. They paid for their players. Um, I completely get that sentiment. I mean, Honestly, in a Dodgers-Red Sox World Series, Kev, you might catch me wearing a Red Sox hat because I would root for more pain for the R- Dodgers fans. I hate Dodgers fans so much.
3: We so literally I, had one of those two World Series again.
0: I know. I rooted so hard for the, uh, the Red Sox. I was, you, I, I was pulling for them.
3: I mean, so I take it on a person-by-person basis. Samir, I don't like seeing you miserable. <laughs> seeing you unhappy because the Yankees are losing does not bring me joy. But seeing Yankees fans miserable because the Yankees are losing brings me all the joy in the world. And that's where we differ. If it's Yankees, Dodgers, and the World Series, go Dodgers, baby. Oh, hell no. I don't need to hear Yankees fans chanting 28 rings.
0: Yeah. Honestly, sure.
3: that's their only response to everything because they're dumb. I'd be surprised if they could count to 28. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I fucking hate the Yankees so goddamn
0: much. That's okay. I mean, I, 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 I feel that. I really do. Because um, up until last year, our best joke for Dodgers fans was always the last time you guys went a ring half the guys on your roster weren't even alive yet, yeah, and except well, for- yeah, I don't
2: know, but also just like, oh man, God, just I kind of so the thing with the dodgers though i i i what I like about the Dodgers is their player development because they have the ability to just pull out a guy just at any time, like you know, uh, a Max Muncy, they can just pull that guy. He he was, like, 26 or 28 when he debuted, and he just gets on base. Or, like, uh, who's their catcher, like, a Will Smith or all the guys in the, in the, you know, like, Dustin May, Urias, all those kinds of guys. Like, I know they have all the stars, and, of course, they're buying so many players. But, yeah. like, they have all this great depth, and that's pretty cool about the Dodgers.
0: One thing I will always love about the NLS is the most cyclical, cyclical division in baseball. Or at least one of the most. Like every, like eat. There's always a. T- like the Diamondbacks have been due for so long, and they ke- I guess keep skipping them because you know, <laughs> the dominant team in that division. And then it went like the Giants, and then it went the Dodgers. I'm waiting for the. the, the apparently, it skipped right back to the Giants because the dot and the Padres. I think, I think the Padres are gonna have a fun team, but I think they're always gonna be in that shadow of the Giants and Dodgers. Whereas the Diamondbacks are up in, up until, I think, the last five years they had a competent GM and manager. They literally would, like, find ways to shoot themselves in the foot in the offseason. At least this year they— that's not, that's not cyclical, though. Cyclical, though.
3: That's just bouncing back and forth between two teams. It,
0: it, it was supposed to be three, and they missed us this time around. Because <laughs> that fucking so is many Tomas contract. Oh I think God. the
3: AL East is the most cyclical, though.
0: Interesting. Last
3: year, the Rays were good out of it. Before that was the Red Sox. Then it was the Blue Jays. Then it was the Yankees.
0: Everyone except Baltimore, basically.
3: Pretty much. Baltimore was good a little bit before the Yankees last time, but they were
0: never a really good team.
2: Like, like early 2010s, they are solid. Like yeah, solid, they're,
0: Chris, Chris Davis kind of era. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they was, were a good team. Yeah, I mean, I hear that. Do you guys like Machado, by the way? I no. don't hate him. I used to love him. I, I loved him up until he went to uh L.A. and it just kind of ruined him for me.
3: Uh, fuck, man. L.A. Machado was, was weird. A weird. Yeah,
0: L.A. was weird. I'm so mad because we pulled out of a deal for Machado. We were a game behind the Dodgers and we pulled out because we didn't want to trade Dalton Varshow. I barely play Varshow. I'm so (laughs) mad we pulled out of that deal.
3: Fuck Manny Machado so much. It's his fucking fault that we have Kike Hernandez at second base and not Dustin Pedroia right now. Scumbag goes into second, takes out Petey's knee, ends Uh, his fucking career.
0: True. Yeah. I had to to go back in the memory bank for that one. Yeah, he's had a couple other – did you guys
2: see the one earlier this year where he like, slide – where he slid in between – uh, like, he was, like, halfway between first and second, but just to break up the double play, he just wiped the guy out? Yeah,
3: hey, he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. <laughs> um, uh,
2: What else was I going to say? Oh, I I actually wanted to ask this. Uh, Jared said before that watching his Eagles is like watching a soap opera. If you were to compare all your sports teams – To like a show or a show genre, what would it be?
0: Oh my god, this is perfect. I want to do this so bad. We'll do we'll do it by sport. Sure. Okay. So we'll go, all three of us will go by sport. Because honestly, this is a little more interesting. We can kind of speedball through half our topics anyway. So we'll start off with professional football. Kevin, the floor is yours. New England Patriots.
3: Uh right now I'd have to go game of thrones really good run last season was super disappointing that's perfect
2: (laughs) fair enough that's a good one um let's see i would say for the giants overall it might have to be the simpsons because great runs and great run in the 80s well a little earlier than the simpsons but you know a great run you know it gives us lots of joy to think back about the the good old days. And then it was, you know, pretty bad for a while. Then we had our little post-Simpsons movie bump up with the 2008-2012, uh, and now it's just been like the Simpsons normally. Just horrible dog shit that I shouldn't be watching every
3: week, but I still do.
0: I'm going to go with, for the Eagles, Hawaii Five-0. Now, bear, bear with me here. Because they were pretty <laughs> bad,
3: but you love it for some reason.
0: No, actually, the the new one's honestly pretty good show. Um, but let me finish. They were good in the early, like the early '80s, and the late set. Like they had a little good run there back when you know the original Hawaii Five O was out. And now, like in the 2000s, they've had some good seasons, some bad seasons, but they've been consistently at a certain level. And you know they had one incredible season, and there you go. Kind of fits. There's some drama. There's some craziness. There's some humor. There's a lot of like fun, like brotherhood kind of jokes. I think it works perfectly. All right, NBA, you guys can just kind of tag team this one, or do something care.
2: Uh, for the Celtics, I think it should be Young Sheldon because how much? Cause we're just full of youth. <laughs> uh, but in seriousness, I I don't know. Recently, it's just been – it's just been good but disappointing. And what's a show that would encapsulate that? Uh, It's fun but the storylines don't work out. Yeah, Community. I was just going to
3: say Community. Community. The early days were amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Bill Russell, Larry Bird, it was great. Then you had Rick Pitino, The Gas leak Years –
2: yeah, those are the Gasly Gears for sure.
3: Which were terrible. And then, <laughs> you know, the big three era was nice. It wasn't as good as those early days, but it was nice. And now we're like in season six where, yeah, it, it's better than the Ghastly Gears, but it's still not as good as those early years.
2: Yeah. The the magic just isn't, it's just a slightly off. Yeah. And, and another thing I'll say for that is like at the end of Community, they didn't have all the stars. And it's and it feels like at times we don't have the big ticket. I think Jason Tatum should be and will be, but right now it's like he's still young. We'll see what happens. We don't have our Paul Pierce. We don't have our Kevin Garnett right now. See, so Tatum, I, I think should be a top ten play.
0: See, with this answer, I'm going more for the theme of the show because there's no really show that's been as bad as my team has been for how long they've been that bad. No, okay, yeah, a show that's lasted that long. Yeah, no, once you added the for how long, I was like, okay, yeah, no, never mind. I'm going to call just because the misery and the fact that we seem to stab ourselves in the foot and every (laughs) move we make is the wrong move in the draft. And then we finally have our stars. We get they're all hurt. The Minnesota Timberwolves are literally the show shameless. Literally (laughs) everything that can go wrong will go wrong. There are some characters you root for. There are some high moments, but yeah, we always shoot ourselves in the foot or we find some way to draft the prima donna instead of the the all pro or we draft three point guards ahead of the arguably greatest shooter in NBA history. Oh, my Lord.
3: I was about to bring that up. I love that so much. You have two picks right before that. You take two point guards, not named Steph Curry. Yep.
0: All right. Well, I mean, Steph Curry also was kind of like like small guard. Not, I'm not defending the Timberwolves management, but I'm saying small market guard. And because of him, now like guys like Dame Lillard basically are just like, yep, okay, small market guy, but can shoot the lights out. Cool. Um, baseball. Yeah, it's, there's all something
3: to be said. Would he be the same if he went to Minnesota? So
0: true. Uh, baseball. I, I can, I I can't think of one yet. So you, one of you guys go first.
2: I have one for the Yankees. I'm going to say Peaky Blinders, and here's why. It's a little less of, like, how, like, the show Mm -hmm. feels or, like, you know, how we see the show, but more of, like, the show itself where, you know, obviously, you know, it's a lot of just, like – Badass moments. There's a badass moment. You're like, yes. When Stanton hits an absolute bomb, you just go, yeah, we're back, baby. And then every season ends with just a heartbreaker. Your heart just gets ripped out. The past, I don't know, 2017, Game 7, 2018, uh, ALDS, 2019, the Altuve walk-off, 2020, losing to the Rays in the DS. It's just year after year after year, something just horrible happens. Like, someone's getting shot, someone's going to die off, someone's going to overdose, someone's going to get kidnapped, something wrong, something's just going to go horribly wrong. But, you know, in between, they have it's their big moments where you're like, hell yeah, the fucking Yankees. Like, when, when Gary goes off for, like, a month, and you're like, this guy's awesome, and then he
0: ends up sucking at the end. True. Um, For the Diamondbacks, I have Sons of Anarchy. Uh <laughs> Basically, the first four seasons were incredible. Like the Diamondbacks, '98 through 2002, holy hell, Diamondbacks were incredible. You know, there's a couple great moments down the stretch of Sons of Anarchy, but in the end, the show should have ended after season. Show should have either gone a different direction or ended after season six. It turned into this calam- like Peaky Blinders turned into this calamity of what the fuck's gonna go wrong next. So basically, the Diamondbacks are Sons of Anarchy. Um that's 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 my that's my equivalent because there was so much potential so many years with great some with a great roster but yet it just craps out the end so yeah Kevin who are the
3: uh Boston Red Sox uh this is really tough cuz i can't th- like i could go the simple answer and go the crown because it's the second most expensive tv show ever made and the Red Sox payroll is consistently the second highest in baseball, behind the Yankees. Whoa, or Dodgers. the
2: crown—the crown really is the second most expensive ever. That's crazy. Per
3: ep- per ep- like a per episode thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ridiculous. Game of Thrones is the most. But oh, I just had one in my head that I was going to say was another one. Uh, let's just go with the crown, second most expensive, because. I, I feel like the Red Sox, I can't think of a TV show that has a couple good seasons, a really bad season, then a great season, then some good ones, then a bad one, then a great one.
0: Friday Night Lights.
3: Uh it's generally the second season wasn't great, but like it, it's consistently the same, pretty much.
0: Uh no, four and five got a little dicey in my opinion, but and whatever. Now four was great. Five was kinda like, oh jeez. Um I could go scrubs. Oh, yes. Oh, interesting. They have a couple
3: good seasons, some great seasons. Then they have this garbage season out of nowhere because they just tried to hold on to their core for a little too long. And then it just restarts.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 so I can see that one.
3: All right. uh, Moving on. I have some breaking news,
2: actually. Beep, 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 beep,
3: beep. One more, but I mean. So, if you want... We sell two more sports. I was, Can well, I how-
2: break this news first? Sure. According to Malika Andrews, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals, Trey Young, it's out. Oh,
3: sh. Yeah. Okay, well, Milwaukee's ca- catching a dub. Yeah, for sure.
2: That sucks. I mean, what do you do? I think he'll be back, though, next game. That's It's a deep bone bruise. Yeah. That was when he... When he stepped on the ref
0: or whatever. But anyways, we can move on. All right. Last. Uh, we'll at least do college football. Samir, you can kind of do it. We're well. doing we're doing NHL. Uh, NHL. OK. Um, <laughs> NHL is going to be weird for me. For Miami. Yeah. Oh, it, I have
3: your. I have your answer, actually, for NHL.
0: You don't answer for me.
3: I have your answer for the NHL. It's American Idol because no one cares until the later rounds.
0: That's actually perfect. <laughs> Unless That's you're from true. Pittsburgh. Um, no, but for uh, college football, for the Hurricanes, it's Vikings. The earlier years, like the Schnellenberger, Jimmy Johnson, incredible seasons. It was great. It was fun. And then there was a five or six season stretch. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And then the last season apparently was incredible. And it honestly was kind of nice. It kind of ended the show on a better run. And that's now where the mark rick Manny diaz years where yes, there's some headaches, but it's looking a little better than it did from 2002 through 2016. For the Islanders, I'm going to go ahead and
1: say
2: the Sopranos, and here's why. Did we just jump? Uh, are us we doing here?
3: college football? Yeah, we did.
2: We're doing college football, year. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll upstate because I'm still a free agent. Uh,
3: It's loading. I'm doing some research for this.
0: Why is it just not voting past three? While Kevin is while Kevin is doing this, who who are the nominees so far? Of course you have me recruiting for Miami, Kevin and Vinny and Cruz for Alabama.
2: A JD has pitched Ohio
3: State. Kevin, I don't know what you think
2: about JD, that. He
0: literally kissed my ass. Congrats,
3: dude. You want to see a team run through the big ten and then not win shit for a decade? Congrats. Sounds like a real fun time. Um, (laughs) All right, I have my answer.
0: they are like the Yankees of of college
1: football.
3: The the show that many people dub the greatest show of all time, The Wire, because it's just the best. Best there's ever been, best there ever will be.
0: Fair
2: enough. Could have got Breaking Bad there.
0: You know, Dynasty, unless a team goes on like a five-year stretch of not losing, nobody's even coming close to smelling what Alabama's built, especially under Saban. Um, so, yeah, I'll go down hockey. American Idol is good, Kev. I'm going to have to think of one of my own just for the answer. But for the Boston Bruins. How do I met your mother? Nice. Really good
3: throughout and then just so fucking disappointing at the end.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying the Sopranos because there's just, you know, obviously it was five or six years for the Sopranos but for the Islanders it was four years of absolute excellence and then black it just ends cut to black for 40 years cut to
0: black <laughs> um I'm gonna say my there was two I right answered I had for uh, the the Penguins one idea was friends consistently decent for the a long tenure only, like, maybe one bad season. I want to say, though, because of that one bad season, a bad season or two, I'm going to say they are Entourage. Because Entourage had that one season that drove me, had the one season that drove me nuts that made no sense. Season seven. But the rest of the show was consistently great. And the, the Penguins are consistently great. Sometimes the endings to the season are not perfect. Or kind of suck. But... The overall season was great. So yeah, the uh my thing if if it's not American Idol, the Penguins are Entourage. If you were gonna
3: go stick with friends, I was just gonna say, yeah, that's actually good, because they're vastly overrated today. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right.
0: You guys ready to do a little rundown action? Yeah, let's go. Sure. All sure. Right. Kicking off Scotty Pippen. Just can't seem to stay out of the headlines. He was on the Dan Patrick show. And basically took everyone in the NBA to task. Shall we go down the list of his um, targets? Kevin Durant, we talked about last week. About how, you know, he was, you know, just getting on him for how he played. And he was, I think he even went at Steve Nash too for his coaching. But, he you know, he was calling LeBron better. And it it was just, you know scotty being scotty i think allegedly he went at michael jordan at one point um he also went at charles barkley not apologizing for uh what he said to him in the past and still think and still you know calling him fat um and saying he's a fake, fake tough guy and last but not least the crowning jewel he called phil jackson racist
2: that was crazy I'm
0: just- I like, Scotty, man, did Larson mess you up that bad? You were just going to everybody's helped your career, except for maybe Chuck. But, you know, but my thing is my thing is this, is that why is he coming out of the woodwork now
2: has like the the mental toll of like being the little brother of the last dance just really worn him down this much as to go on this revenge tour where he takes down him uh, he's calling himself the, the knight, the the, the, <laughs> the warrior of the bulls.
3: I think there's two reasons why this is all coming out now. One, I think after the last dance, I think he was pissed. I think he felt his role was diminished. And two, if Future was raw-dogging your ex-wife, I think you'd also be a little crazy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) He also also sounds like Future, by the way.
0: You have like half the NBA as well.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, and also a bunch of NBA players. Isn't she dating Malik BC right now?
0: She's currently voting for the Timberwolves, which is just depressing enough as it is. She's... She is currently dating the sixth man for one of the worst teams in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Just let that sit.
3: Okay. Scott, that don't see new all, loan. No, what? That tells me all I need to know about Malik Beasley.
0: Who was on house arrest he's, for half the season. Yeah, <laughs> he's packing some schmeat. Oh, for
2: sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a God. full Italian sausage down there. Jesus Christ, Kevin! I'm surprised the Timberwolves will say, "Hey, Malik, just uh, use that thing to block the ball. It'll reach the rim. It's fine."
0: Oh my God, dude! What the fuck, Kevin?
3: <laughs> I think
0: Kevin's Kevin. It's it's midsummer, so Kevin's like past the point of I don't give a fuck until college starts up again.
3: Even though I'm not in college.
0: No, college football starts up again.
3: Oh yeah, no, I'm losing my mind.
0: I am too. I just want football. I mean, baseball has just been a, a depressing joke this year. So now it's just like, all right, can the so proper that is my Philadelphia Eagles come back, and the optimistic underdog story that my t- my Hurricanes have turned into come back, please? Um, you yeah, know, I, I I this is hysterical. Scottie Pippen is completely gone. He has hit. Not Dennis Rodman level, but he's getting dangerously close because at least Rodman came on an interview a couple weeks ago and basically just dookied on LeBron for his uh, willing for how, you know, Jordan ever sat out. Um, but I mean, that interview, oh, it's just Dennis Rodman. So, I mean, but Scottie Pippen just lost so much respect in my book. because It's like, yeah, I, I get it. Maybe the last dance did kind of screw you a little bit. I mean, then again, I don't think anybody's a bigger vis- victim of the last dance than Isaiah Thomas. Um. <laughs> Yeah. I hate Isaiah Thomas too, though. I I do too. I never liked him, period. The only player he took it on the chin, you know?
3: Yeah, but also, I mean, first off, he said Larry Bird. No one would think Larry Bird was good if he wasn't white. Uh, Also, basically blaming Michael Jordan on not being on the Dream Team when nobody on the Dream Team fucking wanted him.
0: There is consequences yeah. to being, like, literally the, the NBA for, like, seven years. Like, Isaiah, when you think NBA villains, the OG is Isaiah Thomas and Bill Laimbeer and all those schmucks on that freaking uh, Pistons team. Yeah. At least, like, Joe Dumars was, like, the redeemer. He was the scorer. He was the fun player to watch. I don't know. I just
3: hate those bad boy Pistons teams.
0: I think everyone does, except for Detroit fans. Um, I mean, then again, the only Detroit team I ever liked was the one that had, like, Ben Wallace. Because <laughs> that man – I saw him at I, the – Those were good teams. Those yeah. were cool teams. Chauncey. Just looking at like my goddamn Debo in the middle of the lane, just like, ugh. Like, with, with the, literally the greatest Afro of all time. He should be in the Hall of Fame. It's kind of bullshit he's not. Yeah, he honestly the one of the probably the greatest defensive center besides like Bill Russell.
3: Yeah.
0: Um yeah. anything else on Scotty before we move on from his embarrassment?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, okay. So he essentially was just like Yeah Yeah, that move was racially charged when like Okay, yeah, sure. I guess I understand the narrative where it's like, yes, you are the number one on the team at the time, and, and Ku coach is—he uh, was saying, you know, not giving Pippen the shot was racist or whatever. Uh, but Ku coach, you know, multiple times had already taken that shot and made it a, over the course of the year. It's fine to think that you deserve the shot, but just being like, oh, he's racist for not giving it to me, and then Dan Patrick was like, oh, uh, so he was saying he's racist. He's just, I'm fine with that, and then he. Like, if you were really want to call someone racist, like genuinely, wouldn't you be like, oh, yeah, like like these things happen, like, you know, in a serious tone, like you'd be like, yeah, you know, things happened in the locker room. Like, you know, maybe this event happened that, like, was actually racially insensitive and it made me feel uncomfortable or something. Yeah, no, he just went and he was just like, yeah, what kind of coach, uh, you know, goes to the Lakers, then leaves, then reads a book about Kobe and comes back. That's racist. It's like, what? What is
3: that? Yeah, no, Scotty Pippen's weird. I also like how Dan Patrick gave him the opportunity to say, "No, that's not what I'm saying," and Scotty Pippen's like, "No, that is what I'm saying."
2: Yeah, he was like, "Dude, I can bail you out right now," and he just opted out.
0: <laughs> god, that shit, like, oh my god, it's just crazy to me. I.
2: Uh, also, do we know anyone taking his
0: side? No, I have not heard anybody. I no, I have not. Somebody come be get. Like, the guy raises some fair points. <laughs> somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody come get Mike off the golf course to come get his little brother. Yeah.
3: Like I understand that entire team hated Kukoc, but saying that Jax was racist for giving him the shot is ridiculous.
0: I mean, this, I I understand why they all hate Kukoc, but at the same time, like. I feel like Kukoc just kind of was like, shit. Everyone hates me because that schmuck up in the upper deck, but okay.
2: <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. I mean, Kukoc's a player's boss.
0: I coached that entire series. I'm like, this poor bastard is one of the best, like, foreign-born players of the 90s and literally was just getting shit on because uh, – who who's the fat bastard they had as a GM? Jerry something. Kraus. 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 Like – He's like, it's Kra. like Krause was literally just like, oh, who coaches the future? It's like, you know, you do have like literally the greatest athlete to ever walk the earth. Or at least one of the top two greatest athletes ever to walk the earth, literally walking on the court for you. But you know, whatever. Um all right. Dame, Damian Lillard's in the news today. Kev, what is up with like arguably the coldest sharpshooter in basketball?
3: Well, he hates the front office and he hates ownership, and he might want to trade.
0: I've heard a couple of deals, and a lot of them end with him in Philadelphia, and it lasts me I love Philadelphia media. they're so optimistic they think they're they're going to send him and maxley or Simmons and Maxley over to uh or Maxie how you pronounce his name to uh Portland for for Lillard. I'm like, good luck with that <laughs> i I think that deal could get you McCollum. Yeah, I'd have to throw another like brick into that one to go get uh Lillard.
3: They'd have to do a, a first. Maybe two.
0: I I would it would it would take a Jimmy Butler level haul at minimum.
3: I think it'd take more than that. Like comfortably I mean, more.
0: Second best player in your roster. Eh, maybe. Second well Minnesota. Well yeah, but like us. Second best
3: player on your roster doesn't mean much because outside of Joel Embiid, the Seventy Six roster isn't. It's not bad, but it's not
0: great. True. I mean, besides like Tobias this Harris, like, it's really a bunch of role players.
3: It, Tobias Harris isn't even that great anymore. It, this is this isn't like the Warriors back in the day when they had. I you back in the day, like two years ago when they had Kevin Durant, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And no, they're not running four D with like a competent. Set. They're Literally, Joel Embiid. However far Joel Embiid can take that team right now, that's how far they're getting.
0: Also, by the way, uh, we, we did not talked about it yet, but over the weekend, of course, Chauncey Billups was hired as the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers as well. Um, I, this whole dance situation is weird, because like, Portland, to me, always feels like that team you want to root for, but then... They just end up, like, just shooting themselves in the foot. Their last big playoff moment was Dane just absolutely just destroying playoff P's confidence in his grill. That's the last, like, play, good playoff memory I have of the uh, of the uh, Blazers. Because last year, they were the hot team coming into the bubble, and I made a $40 bet with a coworker or a, you know, nice bottle of Hennessy, whatever, was more convenient. Um On the Blazers beating the Lakers in the first round, and I took a serious L on that one. Um, where else would Dame go besides uh, Philly? I like talk to Miami, maybe New York.
3: Okay, back to what I was about to say before Jared brought up Chauncey Billups. Um, I've seen a lot of Celtics fans who are like, "We won't trade Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard." I'd give up Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a
0: first.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't, and here's why. Because I don't think Lillard fits on the team because he's a ball-dominant guard. I, I just think it wouldn't, I don't know. I, well, once again, we don't know the game plan, of course. We have a new head coach, we're, obviously.
3: We're using Marcus Smart as a ball-dominant guard right now.
2: But Marcus Smart can run the floor like he can run the offense. I would say better than Dame can run the offense. Dame is like a scoring heavy.
0: Oh, no, just because Dame I would know, have had... came
3: here to do. Also, Marcus Smart tries to be a scoring heavy guy, but he can't what? hit to save his life 99 percent of the time. Like when he's taking a three pointer from 30 out with a guy on him. Yeah, I'd rather have Damian Lillard. Also, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are slowly becoming almost identical players. You need to have a third guy or get rid of one of them, and you, you're not getting rid of Jason Tatum.
0: Yeah, no, he's your future of your franchise. I like that. Move, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is this, though, is
2: that, like, if you keep our two wings, these are two great two-way players that now have shown uh, insane uh, scoring efficiency, a great defense, and uh, decent playmaking ability, you know, four assists a game or so. Uh, and I think just keeping that and just finding – the point guard that won't need to score all the time, but can just let the offense flow through those two wings gives us much more flexibility, especially money wise. Um I don't know. And Dame is is older as
3: well. Yes, like, he's but my age. no he's not. No, he's not. He's like thirty one. He's like third? Yeah. I thought he was like twenty
0: seven, twenty six.
2: Yeah, you would think so. The guy's been in the league since like 2012, 2013. It's insane.
3: Yeah, he was, wasn't he the 2013 rookie of the year?
2: I think so. That clip of Kobe being like, that Lillard guy can ball.
3: Oh, sorry, <laughs> he, he, is, he just turned bad. 30. Yeah, so. Oh, he's turned I, mean, he's still but no, draft, I don't know. But. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if that guy's out there who can, because you're not going to get a good draft pick. You don't have a draft pick this year. Yeah. I love Al Herbert. I wish we held on to Kemba to try and use that to get Dame. But I don't think we're gonna find it. You're not gonna find it in the open market because those guys are expensive. For some like guys who can't really score are still expensive. It's weird. Um so I think it makes sense to try and put together a package to get Dame. Interesting. Game makes you a
0: finals contender tomorrow. Dame and Tatum is the final team, because you know one of the one of the guys in the Nets is going down by like week six of the season. So, and what you don't think D- Jason Tatum and Dame and a couple good supporting players couldn't take down Giannis or Trey Young? Or the Knicks I mean, we would
2: just we would just need some real depth because I think right now our bench is bad and they can't score. You know, we need. I mean, I guess we all it's all young guys. Romeo's I I like Romeo. Granted, he's healthy. I think he could be solid. Uh, Grant Williams can might as well just move to China already. Uh, I don't know. Pritchard, I think, can develop to be good. Same with Smith. I don't know. It's a toss-up, because we do have a really young core. So bringing in an older guy might elevate it. It could be the Chris Paul effect. I guess either way, I'd be happy.
3: <laughs> yeah, like... But When I say Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart in a first, that's the most I would get. Yeah. If they say no to that, then I'm not saying, like, how about another first? How about Robert? No. Like, okay, have a nice day. Bye. And that's that. I roll with what I have. But still try to trade Marcus Smart.
2: Yeah. I think it's
3: going to be bound to happen. Which is sad, you know? The heart of the team, for sure. I, I... See, my thing is, I don't think it's going to happen because they asked, they had him help find the coach. Yeah. I want it to happen. I get he's the heart of the team, but he's been getting more injured as time's gone on. He's missed longer stretches of time. So you have to find a new heart of the team because Marcus Marzardia team is not working. Yeah. Also, there are reports that people are starting not to like him as much in the locker room.
0: Hmm. Alrighty. Um, Playoff P is back in his fields. I mean, the dude also went off last night. So, I mean, I'll give him a break if it's something slackish. But, I mean, what's good with Playoff P?
3: So, after the game last night, he said that he was – let me pull it up real quick my family decided to fucking text me when I told them I was recording. Load. He was asked if he thinks he gets picked on by the media more than other stars. He said, I do, and it's the honest truth. It's a fact. But I can't worry about that. It comes with the job, I guess. It is what it is. I still try to dominate the whole game in general. To me, it doesn't come down to just scoring. I wish I could shoot 80% on a nightly basis, but it's not realistic. But what I can do is do everything else. It is what it is. They can judge me, and They can judge me on what they want to. I'm going to go out there and hoop and give it everything I got. So my thoughts on that are shut the fuck up, Paul George. You call yourself playoff P after one good playoff game and then sucked in the rest of them outside of last night. You people thought you were a top five player, not your fault because you're not. You're a top 20 player most seasons like. Yeah, he was number three in MVP voting a couple of years ago, but other than that, he's a top 20 player at best, which is still good. But yeah, I think Paul George is just whining here for the sake of whining.
0: I agree as well. I mean, NBA media is weird because you have half of it that kisses like guys like LeBron and Kevin Durant's butt, and then you have the rest who go at them constantly. Um, also, NBA media might be the most like weird, cliquish media I've ever seen um i don't know. i mean yeah paul george is kind of a meme but at the same time like dude shut up nobody cares you just dropped a great performance just so shut up just take to be like yeah I play a good game guys i will see you. we're on a game five like that's all i have to say like nobody cares shut up i mean on the game six nobody cares like you got you you stayed off elimination you played great like just shut up and get up the next game dude like you're complaining it's not awful I mean, he has a right to say what he wants to say, but at the same time, he just comes off soft here.
2: Yeah, I mean, you never see a guy like Kobe like in a post game conference being like, "Well, you know, everyone on social media has been saying this about me, you know, uh, but you know, I'm just gonna ignore my haters and move on or whatever." It's just like just talk ball, just talk about like you know what did well in the game and what are you looking forward to. If you feel the need to address the things that are people are saying, it's just like like all the troll like because a lot of people just like to troll him he's a great player cool just don't let the trolls get to you like relax i i know he has has had like struggles with mental health and stuff but you know it would be healthier if you just didn't you know even uh, engage and you know and paul george used to be one of my favorite players back in the day cuz that pacers team that would always give the heat problems i used to love that team i did too and then that Thunder year where he was third in MVP was also awesome. And then when you go to L.A., you
0: just lose it, man. I, I just swear. I agree. There's something about those teams, unless you were, like, drafted by them or, like, you started your career there, there's something about it that just makes you, like, oh. At least recently. Like, uh, I mean, well. I, I never had that opinion about Shaq or Kobe. Or, I mean, even with the clip, like, I, like, Blake Griffin, I didn't mind that much. I thought he was fun to watch. And same thing with DeAndre Jordan. Chris Paul, I really never minded either, but, like, he was kind of a special case. But even back then, uh, the Clippers felt different because they didn't feel like industrial L.A.
2: Now the Clippers now, after the Lob City and after they've gotten, like, big because they started to win, now they feel way more industrial. The Clippers were, like, the, you know, the little scrappy underdog that you could kind of root for because, you know, they were the Clippers.
3: Yeah, you can, but, no, it is L.A. Because it might be the players they draft. Because even the guys coming going are Every LA team, most players who played for LA have something weird going on. Shaq put on about 200 pounds over the course of his career after going to LA. Um, Kobe and his whole Denver situation. Uh, the Clippers literally kidnapping DeAndre Jordan so he couldn't sign with the Mavericks. And then he signed with the Mavericks anyway a couple years later. It, it, just something about LA is weird. I think it's the
0: pollution yeah (laughs) that's smog man it gets your brain fast like even ad i used to love ad now he goes
2: to la becomes just like whiny and i don't know maybe it's just hollywood maybe we're just anti-hollywood and that's the stance we take
0: i'm totally okay with that
3: (laughs) we're hey uh, jared how many marvel slash star wars things have you consumed in the past six months <laughs> yeah, so you're not a, lo- you're not a sports, lot. Of
0: play sports, but- let me clarify. <laughs> what did the angels ever duty to you? <laughs> they have wasted Mike Trout's career, fuckers.
2: They took Otani away from me because because if the Yankees had signed Otani, oh my god, have-
0: nobody. He he, cares.
3: he wasn't signing there. He told them no.
2: No, I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying if we did land Otani, because since we didn't, what we turned around when is we went and got Staten, which is going to bonus for the next 10 years.
0: Yeah, do
3: you know where Otani was going if he didn't go to the Angels? Cubs, Dodgers.
2: Do- I think Most Dodgers.
3: likely the Dodgers. But, but uh, he said he, he wanted, okay, the-
2: he did say he wanted a, a quote-unquote small market feel, and then went to the Angels, which is still a
3: big market. Of Anaheim. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like... They're like the also, he said, comedy he relief of L.A. He also didn't want to leave the West Coast. He wanted to be on the West Coast so he could stay closer to us. Yeah, that, I agree. that is, makes sense to me. So what what is he going to do? Sign with the Padres? Because they were still kind of bad when he was looking at teams. Sign with the Mariners, who are always bad. So that leaves the Angels, who have Mike Trout, and the Dodgers, who have a payroll of $5 billion. And
0: the Giants. And A's. And they, the A's. The a, the A's weren't paid for, Tati. What are you doing? Yeah, the A's don't know actually how to spend money. They just kind of just like somehow have it. The A's called him and were like, hey, like, what
3: are you thinking for? Like, what are some contract offers? Like, what are you thinking? It's like, I don't know, I was looking at like maybe $20 million.
0: Hang like, up. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> not,
3: not $300,000 and a free bench press. Bye.
0: I think, I think like, you know it's so funny? I think my team has learned its lesson from paying for guys overseas who have not real shown a lot of promise. Oh, he has many Tomas. If your name is El Tanke, you'd think he hit a lot of bombs? Nope. A lot of doubles and a lot of strikeouts. That, that, that guy still is the bane of my existence. He's the reason Paul Goldschmidt is a Cardinal still. Because that contract literally blew up, like, our budget. We couldn't pay for Goldschmidt. And it it broke my heart.
2: So. He's not that good now anyways.
0: Oh, I know. Ever since he left Arizona. I mean, he's hitting for power, but it's just like, it's just not the same.
2: Yeah. Because he used to be an absolute hitting machine. What? What is it? He used to be an absolute hitting machine in oh, Arizona. Oh, I know.
0: In, in, oh, because in Arizona, he had like, he had David Peralta, who literally will swing at anything behind him. So it was like, okay, we could walk him, but he also can run the bases. So if Peralta makes contact, we're kinda hosed here. I still I love how Peralta, who was a pitcher who almost failed out of the league, is now a perennial starter and a solid player. Like that that's like a nice feel-good story. But also Escobar will be not won't be a diamondback by the end of this year, I'm calling it right now. Um You guys want to talk about the uh Field of Dreams game? I actually love these kind of things. Like the special promotion baseball games. Uh Yankees, White Sox, I heard is the game. Special yep. promotion anything game though. Cause you sent me you sent me on
2: Instagram the the what's it, the carrier classic, and that yeah, was fantastic.
0: North Carolina, Michigan State. That was like such a fun game to watch.
2: Make things look cool, but make them but make it uh you know, a little bit. Like you can't do it all the time. Yeah, I like a good novelty game. But, you know, once a year. Maybe for, like, college, twice a year. But the okay. Field of Dreams for baseball is perfect.
0: I am not a Don't fan. Don't it like the Winter Classic, where now they have 10 a year. Yeah, no, yeah, that's no. Bullshit. Like, the London game. used to be kind of cool. Like, I liked to see a game at 9 o'clock in the morning. It was kind of fun. That like, was really fun, yeah. Uh, it was Eagles-Jaguars 2018. I remember I had, I had stuff to do that afternoon for family. And my mom's like, oh, you're going to miss the game problem. I'm like, it's at 9 o'clock. I'm good. Like, the game will be over by 1. We have to be there by... We have to leave at 2. Like, I'm good. This is fine. I like the London game where it's maybe 2 or 3 a year max. The NFL... The the NFL-Mexico... Okay, the NFL Mexico game was kind of like, eh. The NFL's kind of in a weird position that we're like... Nobody gives a fuck about the stadium. Honestly. They yeah. could be playing literally the middle of a field with lines drawn And nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah. Honestly, though. That'd be Loki kind of cool... Like, if they literally had a stadium, like, a a field, like they did during quarantine, if they literally built a field in the middle of nowhere and they just had stuff for camera crews and for media and for, like, families, that'd be kind of sick.
2: Just, like, absolutely – just, like, a stripped-down classic version of football? Just, like –
0: you know, like that last episode of Blue Mountain State where they played the ball game in a cornfield? (laughs) I have not seen Blue Mountain State. I would have been totally okay with that because watching an Eagles game this year with no fans in the stands, nobody yelling – Possibly, um, like off-color things at opposing players throwing beer, batteries, whatever. I miss that. I'm actually going to my first Eagles game in the link. I've never been to an Eagles game in the link, by the way. It's one of my great regrets. I had to pass up on one because I was broke and working a shit job a couple years ago in the 2017 Super Bowl year. I had a chance for tickets. I get to go this year uh to watch them play, and I'm very excited. Um.
2: I get I've see been it. to the metal or I've been to MetLife one time. First off, MetLife, uh, disgusting, shitty stadium.
0: Oh it was hell, But I love, I love
2: it. It's gritty. It's, it's so New York. Yeah. It, it has character, uh, but I saw it was like a week four game against the Titans in like 2011 or 2010. We got lost and it was just I, like,
0: all right. <laughs> Samir, I, I hope to God you get to go see a playoff game there at MetLife. Cause that, it was electric. It was the first season of MetLife, or second season, sorry, and it was Eagles-Giants. It was cold. It was windy, and it was just, you know, the Giants just come off a Super Bowl victory. The Eagles were like this team that somehow snuck into the playoffs but started smacking teams around. The atmosphere in that stadium was incredible. uh, MetLife, I will give it this, in big games, that stadium is incredible. The rest of the time, it's awful, but you know, um, it's yeah.
2: mostly awful just because half of the time it's
0: Jets games and the Giants suck too now. Yeah. Um, but back to like cool, like, st- like, st- like I I love the whole idea of like the Field of Dreams game. I loved the Williamsburg game with the Little World Series. I like all these kind of things are just so. I like when they change up the field. Baseball and basketball are cool because you do see a lot of the arena. Yeah. Hockey is well. I think basketball could like do a, a lot of
2: cool stuff with this. Like like, I don't know. Like what if LeBron if LeBron went big on it and they did like a space jam game where the court was like space jam themed? That would be sick.
0: Like, even just another outdoor game. Like out like the outdoor yeah. games seems so cool. Oh, because why okay, why do they not what the watch, like, park game?
2: What? Or just have like the best. Why do they not have like the NBA should have, uh, or bring back or have like just a Brooklyn Park game with like all the coolest stars, just like an exhibition have game in the middle and of
0: Brooklyn Park anyway. So what's the difference? Exactly. Um. By the way, just have the All Star game. That. Oh, I literally, I've so I've been by two of like those parks. One of them. So both. So. My introduction to Rucker Park was, like, NBA Street Volume 2 when I was a kid, and I actually got to walk by it once, and I'm like, this is incredible. I walked, I poked my head in, and I was like, there were there were dudes playing pickup. I saw a dude do, like, a windmill 360 on a fast break. I was like, holy fuck. These dudes. Oh, my God. I was like, that's not right. It's, it's, it's up there in Harlem a little bit. It's still a cool place to be. And I also saw The Cage, which is in, like, uh, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. That is a cool – I didn't think that was a real place. Until I actually looked it up in NBA Street Volume 3, actually based on a park in Chelsea. And me and my buddy were up, I'm like, remember uh, Volume 3? And he goes, yeah. Remember the cage? He goes, yeah. That's it. I went and looked it up to make sure. And it's in the middle of, like, this whole, like, Jamaican section of of Manhattan. It's so cool. The music there is incredible. It was also 100 degrees out. But, like, it was, like, the coolest environment. So, like, I love the whole, like, the playground ball kind of mechanic. The NBA should really steer into that, especially during the summer. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean,
2: oh, man, it's just so cool. <laughs> it's something that's always indoors, making it be outside is always cool. Like hockey, where they do the, when they, and that's another fucking great one, where they,
3: when they do the baseball stadiums. It's cool, but, like, it, it was cool when it was one a year. Now they have so the many. Winter Classic, which is one. Then they have the Outdoor Series, which is another. Then you have the Heritage Cup, which is in Canada, which was before the Winter Classic, so I'm not going to complain about that. But it's just dumb. I can't wait till they decide, you know what, guys? We're going to have an outdoor game in
0: Turkey. I love it. <laughs> melting, out- melting melting ice immediately.
2: The outdoor games uh, this year, though, were really, really cool. Right by the lake.
3: That was a really cool system and way to do it. I like that because they were all on, like, the same rink.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, novelty games are fun. That's our verdict here at the corner booth. There you
0: go, you guys. We're about the College World Series because I'm still pissed about North Carolina State being knocked out, but
3: I, I'll still watch.
0: I didn't watch I, Game One. Yeah, I I, missed, I, I, I watched three innings of Game One. I passed out. I should watch more college
2: sports, I guess, is what I'm picking. College
0: actually. baseball, honestly, was always, like, as a kid. Because I had, like, you know – Kev, remember back in the day with the old Xbox MVP Baseball College or whatever it was, that, that old game? Do you remember – do you ever have one of those? Uh, no. Okay, so I, me and a couple of my buddies down here had it. One of me and Kev's buddies, Walters, me and him used to play on that all the time. Because college baseball, to was always so much fun. Because watching grown-ass dudes swing aluminum bats was hysterical. Because you saw – Some absolute bombs, and it was great. And also, that's that that um, that game is the reason I started buying exo grids as a kid, which is maybe I'm sorry, mom. Um, literally one of the most expensive, literally, also by the way, one of the best bats ever, but um, before they nerfed them anyway, no, but uh, I I watched like three innings of game one. I'm still pissed. I, 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 you know, I'm gonna watch regardless. But it still sucks. I feel so bad for North Carolina State. They were like this team of destiny and they got hosed. Yeah, I mean
3: it sucks to look at it, but Vandys kind of a wagon. I don't know if NC State is making it to college world series anyway.
0: True. I mean they had they it was a close it was a close series. Uh right now it is delayed for game 2 uh between Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. By the way, both teams like they I just like you know what I like about this series though. As much as I want to see North Carolina State go, you have two of the better teams in the nation, <laughs> so it's like it's gonna be a great, um, a great series. How many the, the baseball draft just happened, right, Samira Happened a couple weeks ago. No, it's coming up.
2: Oh, okay. So uh, no, right? it's it's coming in July, I think.
0: I thought it was always like during the College World Series because I remember like guys were getting drafted while they're still playing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it, it might have been pushed back this year. I, I, it is usually in like June. You're right. That's what I thought. So I'm like, I'm a little like, I thought it happened already, but and anyway, I just remember COVID. Yeah, I just remember because I remember a couple years ago when my Diamondbacks drafted Swanson first overall, and then they traded him, or seventh overall, then they traded him. For peanuts. Oh my god! (laughs) All right, back into the pit. Long list of moves. Kevin Towers owes me back. Rest in peace, though. Uh, Also, I don't know if you guys uh, Was the
3: first overall pick. First overall pick.
0: Okay. Um. Oh, by the way, boys, I'm I gotta give a little shout out to Breckenridge Brewery right now. I have had three of their beers today that I never had before. The vanilla porter, incredible, great dessert beer uh hot peak ipa solid finish i would always pair it with a barbecue or sushi the strawberry sky i'm not a big gauche guy but uh our collage or how you pronounce it um very good though very fruity but the avalanche amber ale holy hell this beer is incredible a uh, nice caramel body they say mal- caramel malt body It's very light, but it's – you know, a lot of amber ales have that weird kind of almost stale finish. This is not – this is a very good beer. So uh, shout out to our boys at Breckenridge Brewers, sponsored by Sports.
2: Shout out, shout out.
0: Uh, I'm very excited. I'm a craft beer connoisseur, so definitely enjoying it. Did you guys see the
2: stat that uh, Villanova's starting rotation has a higher average uh, fastball
0: velocity than the Cubs? I know the Cubs rotation, and that's even funnier.
2: Yeah. I mean, we all know Hendricks throws meatballs.
0: <laughs> How is that man still in baseball? Because at least Zach Granke's got a good changeup, and Bumgarner just a, look, looks like he's about to murk you on the mound. But, like, Hendricks throws I, – I think I hit against Hendricks last night in the show, Samir. Oh, so
2: easy to hit against. Oh my Easiest God. pitcher to Wait, hit against.
0: First, I hate it. I like when guys throw 95. But the thing is, is like he ha-
2: he just has great location, and his stuff is pretty good. It's just so off this year. And so now he has to rely on strikeouts or rely on ah, – it's just bad. It's just been bad. And he's been on my fantasy team this year too, and it's been uh, quite the journey. Same with Blake Snell. Two absolute whiffs.
0: I just stay off of fantasy baseball. I did it for two years, and I hated it both years. I, I love the whole concept, but I always suck at it. And it ruins baseball for me. All right. So no last call tonight because I really have nothing to get off my chest. But apparently Samir does. Kevin, do you have anything weird before we uh, for after or no? Uh, I have something. All right, so we'll go Samir then Kevin, and then we'll uh, wrap it up. Yeah, all right. I'll do a little just you know
2: a monologue about. So this summer I've been working, or it just started working as a as a camp counselor. And today, first off, by the way. Another thing I'd like to get off my chest is that, you know, it's at elementary school and it's the hottest school. We don't have AC in anywhere except for one room uh, where you can choose between either being in the cafeteria, which is no AC, or the art room, which is full AC. Uh, I took my campers in there. I was like, guys, let's cool down. They go, no, there's no board games in here. Let's go to the cafeteria. I look at them dead in the eyes and just go, you guys don't know what's good for you. You guys are just a bunch of idiots. I took him there and I had a horrible time. I was so hot. The difference between this one room and the rest of the hallways is I will open the door and walk out. and My glasses will fog up just to paint a description. But anyways, in this this hot tin box of a school, uh, a second grader decided to, uh, you know, (laughs) poop on the floor today. Uh, Just shit all over the place. Just a lot, a lot of poop.
0: Um, That was an interesting situation. I personally didn't stop have trout and just like kind of squat there. Or it was just you know, going through the pants. Like I'm, I'm actually intrigued here. Cause I mean, I've worked at a place where like a customer has like shit themselves in the middle of a department, but like,
2: it wasn't a trout situation. It was, it was, it was a poop in the pants. And you know, we got, there was a lot a bit of a mess on the ground for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> poor bastard.
2: You know, you're wearing shorts, you're wearing probably, I, I assume, you know, boxers. That's how the little nuggets can slip through there. Because imagine shitting yourself in boxer briefs because that's not getting
0: through. (laughs) This show has gone downhill so fast. (laughs) I am sorry I subjected you all to this, Samir. It's okay. You're a good good soldier for dealing with these kids today. Mr. Kevin, what do you have for uh, something weird brought to you by our great friends at Yeats? Literally the best eyewear around polarized, affordable prices. You can't beat it. Kevin, what do you got for me?
3: Also use promo code CORNERBOOTH, all capitals, for 10% off. Uh, so, to... Mississippi State is in the College World Series. Nice. They lost 8-2 to two last night. They are one of three Power 5 schools to never win a national championship in any team sport.
0: I think I've heard this before, actually.
3: Can you guys name the other two? Mm.
0: Um, is one of them a Pac-12 team? Uh,
2: Yeah. Can you repeat the question? Excuse me, Judge. Can you please repeat the question?
3: Mississippi State is one of three Power 5 schools to never win a national championship in a team sport. Can you huh? name the other two? Power
0: 5. I'm going to say Utah. No. Um... It is isn't Oregon, is
3: it? No, it is not Oregon. Is it Washington?
0: No, they won. us. Like... not Washington. Arizona. No. No, they won one and oh one with uh, Gilbert Arenas. Um, basketball. Is it Arizona? Man, it is... No. Jesus, because USC's won. USC's won Washington State. No, I like how Jared also asked, "Is it a Big Twelve school?" And then is listing. I said Pac-12. I said Pac-12. You said Big Twelve. I said Pac-12, but if you heard Big Twelve, it's okay. Let Uh, me go TCU. No, they won one like the '30s for football, I think. Um, Kansas. No, Kansas won basketball. What the fuck am I thinking?
3: Um, Kansas State. No.
0: Kansas State? That's one of them. Okay, so yeah. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so can we at least have a hint where the other conference is? It's on the East Coast. Okay. So it's probably SEC or ACC. Um, are not Miami or Clemson. Hey, there's some Big Ten schools on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, No, Maryland's won a national title in 03. Or 02 with Steve Francis. Uh... Wake Forest, no. It's technically East Coast because North Carolina. Um, Duke. It's not a Big Ten school. I'm just fucking with you yeah, Fuck you, Kevin. Uh, South Carolina. Nope. Virginia Tech. There we go. Wow. Cool. I Let's go. Were something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because they're always pre- they're always like pretty good at basketball
0: and. Can be good at football. That trophy's case has got to look despicable. <laughs> can could be a real bummer. I mean, they might have like track and field or swimming ones. So
3: they've just like never won
0: a all. major of three sports. Like they've never won shit. Yep. And Mississippi State looks like they are not going to win shit in the College World Series. I mean, it's only game. College, though uh, so late right now, they could have a great game tonight. We don't know. But yes, you're right. Vanderbilt has always been a powerhouse in baseball, so. So ironically, it's like rice, which I think is hysterical. Oh boys, I might watch some Diamondbacks Cardinals tonight because it's on ESPN Plus. Why do you hate yourself? I don't know, Kevin. I was born this way. You should relate. I didn't start
3: hating myself until probably I was 16 when my mom left.
1: I was. I set
0: you up for that one too. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no. I love how like I don't even have to. I can alley oop once to Kevin sometimes, but like. Today on Twitter, I got to give a shout out because Kevin, uh, I think we replied to of Ultra on Twitter. It was like, when did you first want an Ultra? And he goes, you know, after my mom left. And, you know, of course, one of the great our friends of the show and a, a fan of my my cat, uh, Maggie, was like, I don't even know what she responded. But she's like, start, like, was like, stop or something like that. I'm like, it just happens. He just he finds a way to weave one in. She said uh, not again. Not again. She also wants more ghost content, by the way. Okay, I will send her another video of ghosts. She literally DM'd me asking for one. I'm like, got you. Send her a video of ghosts like invading one of my, my shoe boxes. I gotta get the he I mean, he is he's at the point where like he's like really aggressive because he needs to get his uh his snip snip. So I have oh. sc- I have scars on my hands from this morning. Six o'clock in the morning, I got a claw through my hand. I was bleeding all my shapes. I'm like, damn it. Because his claws are like razor blades. So, like, if he gets a hold of me, it's a wrap. It's his breed, though. Because, like, both – he, I think he's, he's a hybrid of two different, like, large breed cats. And they're both known for sharp claws and sharp teeth. So it's like, I'm, I'm screwed either way. Also, he goes through, like, a bag of food a day, which is terror. At least a, two cups of food a day, which is terrifying. But so this kid's gonna be uh, oh no he's gonna be the right. size of a small bobcat and I'm literally gonna just scare the hell out of whoever I, whoever like comes over to my, my apartment or house for the first time and sees this monster walking around even um, though know, he's a giant uh, pushover all right that about wraps it up for the corner booth uh, we appreciate you guys for stopping by today uh, shout out to our sponsors Yeats official on Instagram you're literally my favorite I actually just ordered a new player today I ordered the um the phasers. I'm hyped about those um so i'm on the i'm on that kevin stuff i got my second pair coming in samir i'm waiting for yours to come in pal i'm a little i'm a little disgruntled all right all right i'll go in on one i'll go in on a pair you work for the damn show oh i'm just so disappointed but uh also to our friends at ballsy and our great friends at breckenridge brewing well hold on hold on hold
2: on so you want me to get a pair of uh, of glasses because I work for the show. But never once have you been like, hey, are you washing your balls? You have ever been like, hey, are those pubes under control?
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. Like Yeah, Kevin's left the party. Samir, you're done. I am not even gonna add this. Oh <laughs> this great, it's just great content. Um for Kevin, for Samir, for myself, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by the corner with Pod. Once again, uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, our, in, our boy Samir kicks ass on Instagram and on Twitter. We're really proud of for that. Um, if you have any questions for us to show on our next live stream or on our next show, please choose the DM. And we will always answer, obviously, because we love all of our listeners so much. Also with Yeats, promo code Corner Booth for 10% off. Honestly, it's a great deal. Knocks is shipping right out um shout out to all my friends and family and all of our listeners who bought them so far apparently we've been kicking ass in that department as well uh we got a little message from the brass upstairs they were very appreciative um but that's it that's all folks enjoy your week stay cool it is hot as shit out everywhere um but uh be easy enjoy your night and uh drink responsibly peace peace Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Podcast Network. What's up guys? It's Jared from the Corner Booth. Do you like living balls out? Oh boy, do I have a spot for you. Over 200,000 customers happily agree Ballsy is the best place for men's grooming products for your man area. Free of BS chemicals like paraben and sulfate made right here in the U.S. of A. Go to Ballsy.com, use promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, all capitals. Ballsy is an official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast and Belly Up Sports.
1: Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonix therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that has proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready.